welcome to the Kona Edge, where you'll discover what the best triathletes in the world do to give them the edge. You're listening to the Kona Edge. I'm Brad Brown, and uh, time to chat some nutrition on today's podcast. And it's uh, an absolute pleasure to welcome Steve Mantel back onto the show. Steve, uh, thanks for joining us once again today. Hey, thank you for having me. Steve, I've loved chatting to you in our, our various chats, just our, our sort of deliberate UI in your training. And um, I'm guessing you, you're pretty much the same when it comes to nutrition. It's something you, you really do spend a lot of time thinking about and, and focusing on. Yeah, yeah, I do. I think it's important for all athletes. Um, and obviously, it plays a big role in how you're going to feel during your workouts. But uh, I also think I really believe in keeping it simple and not stressing. If you're Unless you're allergic to something, I don't think... I think it just adds more stress to your life to really think about uh, overthink nutrition. Um, I think if you find something that works for you and you enjoy it in terms of food and and life in general, (laughs) then, then you should stick with it. Steve, talk to me about your approach to nutrition outside of race day. We'll touch on on race day and nutrition in a moment, but but just generally the day to day training stuff. What, what sort of, what, how do you approach it? Uh, I wouldn't say I eat whatever I want, but uh, I kind of do. I, I'm generally a very, very healthy eater. Um, I like I like to feel good in my workouts, and what that basically means is that I put good food in my body. Um, my diet day-to-day doesn't change very much. It includes a lot of the same foods. Um, sometimes a friend will have something and I think that looks good so I'll try it and then uh, I'm like oh I do like those so I'll eat them a lot for the next month or so but and it's constantly changing um I like to in the morning I I usually I have like a pretty usually I swim first thing like I have a swim for my first workout in the morning and uh before that I usually I have like an English muffin um with just butter and and honey and and that works pretty well for me. I, th- I found that if I don't eat something um, before I swim, then about like you know two two k in, then I'm my arms just like don't feel that don't feel like I mean I can get through it, but it just doesn't feel that great. So I think uh, getting something in me before helps. Um, I eat a lot of I have a lot of oatmeal also for breakfast after after I swim, and then throughout the day I kind of just eat as I feel like I should. Um, I also, I have kind of like my staple, I don't know, the foods that I eat a lot of are Greek yogurt, um, some, I eat a lot of rice cakes with nut butter and jelly. I like bananas, I like apples, just a lot of like fresh fruits. Um, I generally don't eat that very many vegetables throughout the day just because um, I'm, I'm kind of like constantly trained, I'm, either going to my next workout or something so I want something that's going to give me a little bit of energy and not like totally mess up my GI system so I generally stay away from vegetables for most of the day um unless I'm having a smoothie then I might put some in there uh but yeah I just have found that that works kind of well with me and and if I need something after my workout then generally I include something that's higher protein and uh, cliff bars have been awesome. They're really, it's good quality food and really simple to eat. So I like having those. Um, and dinner is pretty, is pretty similar each night. Uh, I'm big since, uh, I'm usually pretty busy. I'm, I, I make big meals a few times a week and then just have leftovers. So 
it's usually some sort of protein like fish or chicken and then uh basically a big salad bowl so it's like uh just some i'll cut up some some bell peppers or some mushrooms uh, have that in there and then with a bunch of mixed greens um and uh, some rice or quinoa or a sweet potato with that i like i get a lot of my vegetables in a dinner um i like as a snack i like carrots and hummus kind of like while dinner's cooking or something um i think the crock pot is i probably use that a few a lot <laughs> probably each week i use that it's really as i mean you can just throw everything in there and let it go all day so i found that really really helpful especially while i was a student um just not being home very often and it's really easy to make large meals that you can eat for the rest of the week in the crock pot um yeah so i don't know and in, in general um i keep it pretty simple foods that i know i can digest well and are going to give me energy and you know heal the damage i did to my muscles during the day i but i also i mean uh, I, I like i like peanut butter a lot that's i eat that a lot <laughs> um but uh we have uh, I, I probably at least once a week i get frozen yogurt with friends um so i, I really like uh going to that and i like i like froyo I, this summer my brother and a girlfriend were in colorado and we we probably got frozen yogurt like three times a week it was we were training a lot so it was okay but yeah we we got a lot of froyo so I'm a big fan of uh, if you you know whatever is going to get you through the training session. You know if you're thinking like I've just totally emptied my tank today, this is a hard swim, or you know I was just on the bike for four hours. I want some ice cream. If you tell yourself during that during the workout and it gets you through it, then you should eat some ice cream because I think um, your body knows what it wants and you should listen to it. So if you want something, you should eat it. <laughs> you making you making a lot of people very happy, Steve. Let's talk about your race day, your race day nutrition plan, and and how you approach that. Uh, well, um, it's a little bit different for the various distances, but uh, for Kona, what I like to do is um, in the morning I I had a big smoothie. Is uh, I just kind of found that it was easy to kind of like pack in a lot of calories for that and. Uh, you know, I didn't have to worry about my, you know, breaking it down that much, I guess, because already kind of broken down in smoothie form. So I had a, I had a big smoothie with, it was like protein powder, some, a little bit of berries, uh, some coconut milk. And I know some people don't do well with dairy, but I seem to do okay as long as it's not like an overwhelming amount. I definitely tried it out during training to make sure it would agree with me. Um, so I had a big smoothie for breakfast and then, uh, once I get onto the bike, um, I did mostly, uh, I mostly do chomps or, you know, like shop locks or goo chomps, those kind of like, uh, gummy bearish things. Uh, I'd have like 200 or so calories of those. I mean, I'm a small, I'm a little bit smaller than most people, but I basically fuel with most of those, um, throughout the bike. And, uh, it seemed, I don't know, it was just easily digestible. Um, seemed to work well. Um, and especially in Kona, um, it's really hot. I mean, yeah, it's duh, but, uh, it's really hot there. And, uh, a lot of your blood is working to cool your body down and not a lot of your blood is going to go to your stomach to help digest. So I think either doing like completely liquid 
uh, or like very, very close to, or just something easily digestible. You know, you can't do bar. I, I personally, I can't do bars all day in Kona. Just there's not enough blood in my stomach to digest because I'm using that blood to cool myself off and make myself an exercise. Um, so I did mostly shop walks. Um, I have in the past done like dates and nut butter and I really, really like that. It's kind of like a treat. So I actually, uh, in Kona last year I had, I was mostly shop walks or, and chomps. Um, and I had, uh, some really, really just mostly electrolyte drink in my bottles. I mean, but you go through those bottles quick. And so I went through like four bottles or whatever on the bike. And then, uh, I just did a bunch of Gatorade as I don't even know how many bottles I was just going like crazy drinking so much Gatorade and water. And then when I got to Javi, they have your special needs bag. And in there I had, uh, I had like a, a kind of a granola bar that had some chocolate in there. And that was like, that was amazing just to, you've been on like the sweet stuff for a lot of the time and with the chomps and whatnot. And so I think, uh, just changing it up a little bit and giving yourself some like real solid food um, was good for me because um, coming down from Javi, I mean, you're pedaling, but it's not like, not like you're totally climbing uphill. So I think it's, I feel like it's a little bit easier and you can, you can get some solid food in, you know? Um, yeah. So it's easy, a little bit easier to digest at that point. Um, and that just, I don't know, having a little bit of chocolate kind of motivated me. So I think having something, and I think having something that you're looking forward to uh, at Javi in your special needs bag or something that you're going to eat in the second half of your bike is really important just to help you kind of like stay motivated throughout. Because if like, oh, yay, I get another vanilla gel at mile 90. Great. I've already had like 15. So I don't think that's the greatest I don't know. Personally, I wouldn't be looking forward to that. So having something that's like tasty for you is good. I think uh, I really liked having a few walnuts as well. I know people say nuts. That's not the greatest. But um, I mean, I tried it in training. It worked well. It wasn't towards the very end of the bike. So I think it was okay and felt fine for me. Um, in terms of the run, I uh, I pretty much did. I had a a, a flask that I ran with which had uh, uh, five gels or so in there um, diluted with water. And before every other aid station, I'd just take a swig of that. So every other mile, I'd take a swig of my gel flask. Um, and then I, I had my base salt um, every mile. And sometimes, like, in between aid stations, I'd do, my, I'd do a, lick of, a lick or two of base salt. And, uh, I'd never, I used it like a little bit in training, but before Kona, but, uh, I knew Kona since it's so hot and you're going to be just sweating a ton. Like I didn't want to get low on sodium. I didn't want to have that be an issue. So I knew basalt would work. Um, and I love, I really like salty things. So I, I, um, I, I knew it would be okay taking the salt. So I did basalt like every mile or else a couple times a mile um yeah and then once my gel flask ran out i was probably close to mile 13 or 14 by then you're out on the queen k and so i tried to just take in at every aid station i take in uh water with my gel flask or else gatorade um and then of course get a bunch of i put a bunch of ice in my hat put ice down my tri top in my pants uh you know sponges on my face felt really good because it was crazy hot 
Um, yeah, and just uh, once I got to mile 13 or 14, I was still feeling okay, so I tried to stay away from the caffeine still for a bit, and um, I, I just did a couple cups of Gatorade at every aid station, and then once I got into the energy lab, um, uh, I started taking Red Bull, uh, and that seemed to seemed to it, it caused me a little bit of stress at first, but after a few miles, I got used to it and just kept doing that. And I think, uh, but I think the biggest thing for me during the run that I was focusing on for Kona was just not overheating. Um, every aid station, I made sure that I slowed down to get a few cups of ice um, to keep my body temperature down. Um, the ice, the sponges, uh, yeah, it was that was the biggest thing because I knew it was hot out. Um, but I just kept on making sure that every single aid station, I got enough stuff to keep me cool to the next one. Um, and I think doing that and making sure that I was consistently getting in fuel as well, that first half of the marathon was huge and just keeping me going. Um, cause you know, if you mess something up, if you get behind on your fueling, if you overheat going up Polani, then, uh, you can't recover on the Queen K, and you're going to be walking aid stations to try and recover, and it's uh, it's not going to be fun. So it's better to make sure that you're cooling yourself down, getting in your nutrition, and um, yeah, just focusing on uh, doing those little things right the first half, so that um, you're at least setting yourself up to have a good second half. I think that's brilliant advice, uh, Steve. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Cone Edge today. Much appreciated. Uh, best of luck, and we look forward to catching up again soon. Awesome, for sure. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Kona Edge. Nutrition is key to put in world-class performances. Register now for our upcoming free online nutrition seminar on the KonaEdge.com slash nutrition seminar.